You're tuned in to the Big Shiny Podcast. You can find new episodes every week on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you like what you hear, make sure to rate us on iTunes and tell your friends. Hey guys, this is Tom. What's up guys, this is Kylie. This is Nick. Hey, this is Lucas. And this is Tyson. You're listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. shorter than longer i found out today <laughs> what did you find that out? i am emotionally repressed who yeah that's, that's called being a man so. oh is that what that is yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, don't turns out i don't have all, yeah. emotions and yeah. or exhibit feelings i think yeah, don't worry right. about that until you're like crippled by mm. depression i think that's also just called being a like a white male in your 30s yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. maybe you're a drug addict that was, that was my main not. problem i found out was still it? horrible with emotions though just Really? Yeah. Borderline sociopathic. That's kind of where I think I might fall. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool, man. Turns out there's like 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 ten to fifteen years worth of emotion just like bottled up inside me. Yeah. That'll be a fun onion to dig up. Yeah, I found out that swallowing that stuff it doesn't go away. Right. It just like stacks. Right. You know, like that uh, juice in the back of your fridge that ferments. Mm -hmm. It's like that. That milk jug's gonna pop. (laughs) I am full of some real (laughs) shitty juice then. Apparently. Well, as long as. uh, we can all get drunk off it at some point. I mean, I don't know if you want my juice, guys. John? I don't get drunk on rage, I guess. Like, that's not a good thing. <laughs> you know how I know John's a sociopath? I cannot read his face at all. I, I thought that said, was because he was Jewish. He's always just giving me a look. and I'm like, I don't know if he's giving me a, like, fuck you look or, like, this no, is hilarious look. It's like a defense mechanism. Mm. It was like... Had a lot of secrets for a lot of years <laughs> from everyone, so like it's become kind of a thing. But now I'm being told I have like resting bitch face or whatever the male version of it's that called is. Called German like, face. People, are, which what? is weird for you. It's, no, seriously, it's German face. Well, that's you've what, got German face, John. <laughs> my boss has <laughs> really. Whatever happens really... again, maybe I'll get by. You know. Uh, Tom and I's boss has a really, really, really bad resting face. It might, bitch depending face. on how November goes. I'm sorry, Nick. Yeah, yeah it's fine. <laughs> we might all be in trouble. Yeah. I'm yeah. German. You can hang out with me. I've got a basement. It freaks me out. I'm reading <laughs> The Man in the High Castle right now. Oh. That, oh, I wish we talked about it last time. I watched a couple episodes of that. Wait, there's a show? Yeah, on Amazon. it's on Amazon. It's what? real good. Yeah. Had no idea. Reading the novel right now. I'm not yeah. familiar. What's it about? The Nazis so, won World War II. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the Axis America's like split. Like All of the West Coast is like Japanese business culture, and the entire East is like a giant concentration camp. Whoa. Yeah. Africa just doesn't exist anymore. The Nazis yeah. have gotten rid of all the black people in the world. Holy shit. It's intense. Yeah. It's basically like the Wolfenstein video game made book. Wait, what what was this called? Man, Man in the, in the High, High Castle. Castle. Philip K. Dick. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> that's the thing is like Like for real, that's not a prank name. His name is Phil Dick. Philip You've never K. heard Dick. of Philip he K. Dick? Scanner Darkly, Minority Report. Blade Runner was based on his novel. No, that's amazing, dude. No, I know what Scanner Darkly and Minority Report is and Blade Runner, but I did not know his name was Phil Dick. Yeah, Philip K. Dick. He died penniless and like kind of insane. And then every sci-fi property is based on his books in some way or another. Like everything has its roots in Philip K. Dick. (laughs) K stands for crazy with a K. Yeah, he started that. He's crazy. So uh, I guess a good segue then, speaking of Minority Report, 
Civil War. Yeah. I want to I want to talk about the issue, but you have dug in. You're getting everything. Yeah, which has not been worth it so far. Perfect. I want to talk all about it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> little it's been the worth. book itself, one and two of Civil War, the main title series, has been phenomenal. But, like, right. I thinking this would be like the original civil war where like the majority i'd say like 87 percent of the tie-ins were like really good yeah the tie-ins were all solid we talked a little bit about these last time too on the comics episode that like the wolverine tie-in was important it was like chasing the backstory of civil war yeah and like the punisher that was like my favorite when he breaks up like the cap suit and he can't go lethal and yeah. It's him like working really well with Captain America and reforming, and I, it was just powerful stuff. They changed so, a bunch of characters. Wolverine, it was kind of ridiculous when he was like a walking skeleton. I love that. I was talking about how much I love that. That was like I loved it too, but it was ridiculous. It was, they had to scale it back. I'm glad so, they have Old Man Logan now. Out of I all the crossovers up. so far, which one is your least favorite? What's the worst out of all the Civil War two crossovers right now? I mean, the most disappointing for me is like international iron man came out which has been a great series so far but like iron man is again like one of the two focal characters of civil war and they didn't address it at all it's like while civil war is taking place all of a sudden he is in spain not addressing civil war at all but civil war 2 clearly states that on this exact day he is like battling it out with carol danvers it made no sense whatsoever and I'm kind of doubting my whole decision to do to this get whole everything. run. Yeah, I'm hoping it'll pick up just because like sides haven't been chosen yet. But and that could be it too. The is Bendis writing that the Invincible? Yeah, he's doing is it Invincible or Incredible. There's Invincible and International, and he's doing both of them. That's right, and he's doing Civil War. So you think out of anybody, he'd be the guy keeping continuity on Iron Man. Yeah, and it's just not not there. And again, like. We'll get into when we talk about the actual title, but like, Bendis is not Mark Miller. Like, I love Brian Michael Bendis. It's like, does not carry the weight. It's like really jokey. You know, his writing is like really lighthearted and it's at awkward points where it shouldn't be. Like, they're in the middle of like a huge morality battle and like someone cracks a joke and they're all just like, oh, that's great. And then, I don't know. The Spider Man quips on part. Yeah. With Bendis, but the, I think he doesn't have the, the, I don't know what you want to call it, the, the grand nature is Mark Miller. Mark Miller's really willing to just fucking throw it all out and do crazy shit. But, like, that's the other thing. It's like, Bendis is established. Like, Civil War was kind of where, like, Miller found, like, his voice, you know? Like, his books were good, but, like, they weren't incredible leading up to that. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, his defining work, whereas, like, Bendis has been consistently killing it. For like a decade now if not longer and this just i love it it's not civil war you know well bendis has kind of been marvel's go-to guy for a long time now probably since civil war i mean didn't he he wrote secret invasion right i'm pretty sure he yeah, wrote secret bendis invasion did. did he do world war hulk no that was the hulk writer was doing that that was like a filler like a six issue in between civil war death of captain america and secret invasion yeah but that was like their big event. I don't know if it was as big of a crossover event, but was that was like their next very one that they short, kept pushing. It was four or five months, maybe. It was a pretty short run. Yeah. The World War Hulk. But, you know, it was Bendis. Yeah. Not that one, but after that. So it, 
I don't know. But the the main title um, is someone that hasn't been reading many comics. I was saying last time that I've really enjoyed jumping into this series. It's been a lot of fun. And I thought at first, I'm like, who gives a shit? How are they going to do the Civil War 2? And what kind of um, conflict can they have? But I've, I've thought it's been pretty good. I mean, this issue opens with Tony kidnapping Ulysses, the kid with the powers, and the humans trying to stop him, and then him going to some bunker somewhere and, like, quote-unquote torturing this kid where he just, like, flicked him in the face and pretended like he was going to hurt him. Um, but it's it's been pretty good. And then the, the big... Uh, I'm just kind of sp- spilling it out. The big yeah. twist that with this is when the Carol Danvers and everybody shows up to stop um, Iron Man. The kid has another vision, but this time they all see the vision. And it's uh, the Hulk, and he's standing over everybody, and they're dead. And the Hulk is like extra big. And in his giant hands is her and you know Tony Stark dead. Hawkeye's laying dead on the ground. And like yeah. the kid screams out. He's like, Hulk's going to kill you all. Yeah. And the issue ends with Carol Danvers showing up at Bruce Banner's lab. Alpine, like, Utah. Yeah. Clearly about to arrest him, but like have they... leads in because so the whole series is like a minority report thing where this kid right, can right, see right. the future, but they don't know if. I was just going to really quickly comment. Where the fuck are they going to put a lab for the Hulk in Alpine, Utah? There's a lot of real estate up there. There's right. just no booze allowed. Bruce <sighs> Banner's laying low in Alpine, I guess. All right. You know, All but those that's rich what... pieces of yeah. shit. <laughs> Uh, like and Mike one of the Lee and Jason Chaffetz, oh. fuck you, fuck you, Chaffetz. I wasn't listening, but yeah, fuck him. Um, one of the things I thought was a particularly funny quip, but also fucked up, is when Tony was bitching about how War Machine died. He's like, my friend just died, and we don't know what's gonna happen to She Hulk. And I'm like, well, we do. I think she died at the end of issue one. It seemed like, but uh, and he points to Hawkeye. He's like, I'm surprised it wasn't you that died, yeah, Cliff. That was, <laughs> was a good. She's like, what the fuck? But like, like, I don't know. I think it'll be a good. I think it's going to become like a headier book than what it started out as. Like with this mm-hmm. Hulk thing, like the vision that he has of the Hulk killing everyone, is that a result of how they react to the vision? Like, is that happening because Carol Danvers shows up because he says that the Hulk's going <laughs> to kill everyone and that causes the Hulk to rage out and actually kill everyone? Yeah, what'd you call that? Uh, shit. I, and now that I'm calling it, there's a, like a. A theory around that, or a hypothesis about time yeah. travel, where do you is it the, the like outcome because of what you've done, yeah. or is it because you were doing anything, which is exactly what you're describing? Yeah. So I don't know. I'm curious to see where it goes. From it could here. get good if they yeah figure their shit out. I mean, it's been good. I enjoyed yeah. the first two. I just wish the tie-ins would relate a little more. How if I'm so far behind on even Spider-Man? Does the Spider-Man tie in at all? Not really. They're just kind of continuing their storylines, and they, they reference it a little bit. Excuse me. Didn't they do a Civil War two Spider Man miniseries? There's Civil War two. No, it's just the Amazing Spider Man title with like the Civil War header above it. You know how mm-hmm. they did with the original Civil War, where you know it's a tie-in. Gotcha. For some reason, I thought there was a miniseries. There may be one coming up. I haven't looked that far ahead. I just kind of told Nightflight, "Give me everything, and I'll read Give it as it comes." But yeah. Alice hooking yep yeah he uh i requested with those rocksteady bebop and rocksteady yeah, yeah. to get the seth fisher kind of looking covers it's not seth fisher but and because the all th- four covers make this one big scene he's been hooking me up it's it's unrelated to this conversation but thanks to Al for that that's that's one of the things that with digital so far has been hard is like stuff like that <clears throat> it just doesn't matter like variant covers mean fuck all mm-hmm. like in the comicsology app it's just the fucking same that's, that's, that sucks, that's real Tom. sad. That sucks. You can download 
digital versions and paste them into a wallpaper. And then I could print them and put them in frames. You, you could, could do all of those have things. them be on your non-Tom Petty wallpaper. Oh my God, it's the best. I love that wallpaper. So our coworkers got long blonde hair, and somebody told him he looks like Tom Petty. So I took his corporate headshot, put it on Tom Petty's head. And, like, it's all black and white, like a glamour shot. Like, Tom Petty's wearing, like, shiny clothes and his head, hands behind his head. So I have a vertical monitor where I put all my chat windows and shit. And so I set that, and it's my furthest outside monitor, and we're in, like, a walk-by aisle. So people are just rolling by, and I've got this, like, glamour shot of the dude behind me. <laughs> it's pretty great. My it's comic uh, books, eh? My, my go-to for a long time, because as, as a developer, um, if you leave your computer and you don't lock your screen, you're asking for chaos. Yes, yep. you're asking for trouble. We do that to each other all the mm-hmm. time. Pornography yep. usually is your background image. Right. Um, so I, I it started having to work other places that were kind of G, but my go-to has always been the Burt Reynolds Cosmo spread, where mm-hmm. he's on the bearskin rug. Yeah. That's my favorite. Yeah, it's a good one. You know what I'm talking about, John? Yeah, yeah. I did that in our office, but I would always do vegetables that look like genitalia. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not overtly, like, you can't really get mad about it, but just, it's weird looking. First glance, you're like, what is this? Oddly okay. erotic eggplants. Yeah. They usually invert so the crushed. colors on everybody's monitors. Um, and make the mouse pointer really fucking huge. Yeah. You suck. Yeah. 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 One time, I, uh, so I'd taken this. It was this just a stupid screenshot of somebody with all their icons on, right? <clears throat> so their desktop with all the icons, and I moved it into a folder, and then I took all their icons and put it in another folder. So if they clicked on it, it wouldn't work. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. And then <laughs> the kid that found out, he's like, you broke my computer. And I'm like, yeah, it's funny, right? Like, you can't click on it. I was like, no, you, you fucking broke my computer. Well, it turned out if you put on Mac, for whatever reason, with that software, if you put a picture in just the hard drive and then made that the wallpaper... It just created some endless loop of bullshit, and it would just freeze up the computer. <laughs> <laughs> and this was our work computers. I bricked this kid's computer. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. Anyhow, I, I don't have much more to say about Civil War other than just kind of we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I like it. I love how much the Inhumans are in everything. I didn't think I'd go for that. I'm a diehard X-Men guy. Mm-hmm. But... Beast, how did Beast end up with the Inhumans? Is so when Gray the or... Terrigen bomb went off... It's not only transforming everyone with any trace in human DNA and in humans, but it's hurting mutants, can potentially kill them, and hmm. it's totally sterilizing them. So there's no new mutants again. They've kind of gone back to like, was it early 2000 where there's like House of M. Like 120 mutants or whatever the number was, something well, like that. Well, and to step back from that, it makes sense because with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they've been trying to rewrite a lot of the mutants to be inhuman so that they can use them in movies. And there's a lot of theory that this is Marvel's way to apply pressure to Fox to get the rights back is try to kill yeah. it. That Like they killed off Wolverine, which is your top selling X-Men character and... And on the other side of it, they're, they've got the licensing for the toys. You don't see toys for Fantastic Four or X-Men. They've taken Bendis off all the X-Men titles. He's no longer writing them. I mean, oh, like man. It's, and all things are happening where I can see it. It makes sense what they're doing. Mm. Fantastic Four is gone now. There's not a Fantastic Four That's title. That's just because that comic was fucking shitty. It was, but... <laughs> it's, so that was a mercy killing. Johnny Storm, is that who was on the Inhumans? He's dating Medusa now. Oh, Formerly Crystal and now Medusa, which has been interesting. Like Black Bolt, non-speaking, threatening Johnny Storm was pretty awesome to read. It's like Inhumans number two, this newest run. It was pretty good. Yeah, because if he talks, like people die. Yeah, he just gives us looks. Like 
I always liked him. Just watch your penis. Everybody, everybody's watch just around dick, him, and he's all powerful, and they talk for him, and he's just like gives the stare down. It's you can write a comic book character that way is pretty impressive, which is yeah. awesome. Like they just dropped the Inhumans movie from their like list of it slated got, movies. It just it's not yeah it's not slated anymore. I don't think it's dead, but I think the Agents of Shield sucks so bad that they don't want to deal with that right now. But, not uh, to mention, it sounds like Infinity War may not be Infinity War. The the next two part Avengers we talked about that on the podcast yeah, ago. Not, that it's not subtitled that anymore. Yeah, it's Avengers movies, but it's not exactly Infinity War. But you were saying, sorry. No, no, that's I just have always wanted an Inhuman movie, where like Black Bolt is the narrator. Like he never speaks, but he's narrating the whole story, so you know where he's coming from. I just think that that'd would be, be an awesome, awesome movie. But that would be super cool. You think James Earl Jones would do it? Yeah. <laughs> is he alive still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's he's voicing most of the Star Wars. I don't know. Now. He's yeah. living off of those sandlight royalties, dog. Like Muhammad Ali died. I thought he'd been dead for like a decade. I had no idea. I mean. I thought James Earl Jones was ancient when the Sandlot came out. Right. So yeah, he was. That was. You know that dog ago. is dead. That thing didn't make it. <laughs> well, <For> sure not. <laughs> Overgrown. <laughs> I mean, that... I saw that there was a JPEG about like things that make you sad, <clears throat> and one of them was like thinking about all those movies you watch when you're a kid, and all those dogs in those movies are dead. Disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> Like that's Full up. House, the dogs in Full House are dead. Oh, it's like no, it's not. They, they left the new... it in the house. Yeah, no, they, they, they had the new Full House trailer, and fucking dog comes walking in the door. They're like, "You left it for twenty years. <laughs> What'd you do?" Um. Well, fuck. So speaking of things dying and coming back, DC Rebirth. Uh, Good segue. Segue, right? Right. <laughs> Thank you. I tried my best. So they ended on fifty-two. Was the thing right? Because they did the new fifty-two, and a lot of issues ended on fifty-two. And... Yeah, except for Swamp Thing, which ended on like thirty. Dicks. So Batman, I dug, but I didn't read a lot of the other stuff. Everybody kind of fell off, and so DC's restarting. I kind of wanted to, because you've been reading, John. I want to pick your brain on what's worth reading, what's good. If you think this was a good move, or I mean, should I just give you like an overview of what's going on? Yeah, it's I just actually... came in the comic shop, and you're telling me why I should buy DC stuff. Well, so the story, yes. Flashpoint happened before New 52. You all familiar with Flashpoint? No. Nope. Yeah, we got the Flashpoint. But that's fine. I was out of it. Okay. Just go ahead. Flash alters reality. Okay. He saves his mom, ends up in this alternate reality where Thomas Wayne's Batman, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman are taking over the world. Nice. Um, he tries to fix it, but when he goes back, that is New 52. All of a sudden, it's like 20 years earlier. Justice League's never met. It's like their origin stories all over again. Hmm. Some things are tweaked, like Batman exists. All the Robins are there, but like Tim Drake was never actually a Robin. He's been doing the Red Robin thing on his own the whole time. Hmm. Um, just these little weird things, and Wally West just doesn't exist anymore. So they put out this rebirth, like one shot, which kicks off the whole thing. And it's Wally West, like breaking out of this empty dimension he's been in for the last 15 years. Jeez. And no one remembers him. And so he's just like going, he goes to the Teen Titans, he goes to his wife, he goes to Batman, he's just trying to find someone to remember him so he can get out of this place. Mm -hmm. And he finally gets to Barry Allen and they touch and like all the memories come back to Barry. He pulls him out and that's kind of it. Wally's like, Barry, things are wrong. Like the lives we've been living, we've had huge chunks of our lives like just reset for us, memories gone. 
we got to go to Batman. We got to figure this out. And so they go to the Batcave and they're doing research. And he has some weird stone thing and he chips away at it. And it's the comedian's button. I heard, oh. yeah, the Watchmen and stuff. So, is... like, they're kind of, it's weird. So, like, essentially they're saying the Watchmen caused all this somehow. Which is cool because I love the Watchmen, but, like. It sucks for uh, Alan Moore. For Alan like, Moore. how, I don't know. This is, like, an upsetting thing. So, I read this <laughs> interview with a DC writer. I forget who it was, but it's, like, they create characters for DC. Mm-hmm. And get no credit or no control for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and like, I mean, if I remember right, with Alan Moore, those were like old dusty characters. Exactly. From forever ago. So because ago. DC already owned them, you get nothing, even though you redid them. Or if you're writing Superman and you create Doomsday, because it's in Superman, which is already a well-known DC title, you get no credit for the creation of Doomsday. And I, I'd also this could be wrong, like. Someone can fact check me, but from what I'd heard working at the comic shop that uh, Alan Moore wrote Watchmen, and maybe it was V for Vendetta, but one of his books, I'm pretty sure it was Watchmen, um, and they said, maybe it was V for Vendetta, doesn't matter, so one of his big books, and DC said, sure, as soon as this book goes out of print, the rights will revert to you, and then it's your book, and you can do whatever you want with it, and they just kept it in print forever, and he never got the rights. Yeah, so, I mean... So, DC is Disney? (laughs) Exactly, but... So I, I'm with you. I think it's kind of shitty, but I'm interested to see how Dr. Manhattan's supposedly involved in this. And creation. they hint at it. They're like, this object's covered in this crazy amount of radiation we've never seen before. And like, it's clearly Dr. Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And so they're slowly revealing stuff. Not much has been shown other than like the button and the radiation. They touch on it again. That's the issue is like Flash Rebirth number one was pretty much the exact same book. Like panel for panel, they just copied it, shoved it in this new book. Hmm. That was it. It was pretty lame. That's dumb. Yeah. And Batman, pretty similar. Batman's cool again. I did not like the Jim Gordon Batman. That's when I, I still have him, but I haven't read past that. I like the Snyder stuff up to that point. Yeah. So did I, and I'll continue reading. I've only read like the first six of him being like RoboCop Batman, mm-hmm. but I'll continue. I'll finish it out just because I trust Snyder. So is Bruce in Bruce is one? back. He's like old again. Um, Nightwing's back in the black and blue suit. He's no longer like Secret Agent Grayson. Hmm. Uh, they haven't mentioned Damien at all. I don't know if he exists right now. Hmm. But then they're bringing back like, spoiler... Go for uh, it. Cassandra Kane. Don't know why that's important. Cassandra Kane's like the Batgirl that was guy. black and yellow. Oh, okay. never spoke. Like highly trained assassin turned Batgirl. Yeah, and she had like the all black mask. And yeah, everything. exactly. Um, they brought Batwoman back into it. She's playing a large role in the Detective Comics series. So, like, the only two books that have really hinted at anything are Flash. That they're going to continue on solving this Watchmen thing. Teen Titans and Titans hmm. um, had a lead-in prior to this. It was like a 10-issue series called Titans Hunt where like they acknowledge that their memories have been erased and they all come together and are trying to piece it together. Mm-hmm. And because Wally West was a part of Teen Titans, they're really moving forward with trying to find the Watchmen as well. Mm-hmm. And then other than that, it's kind of... Just starting over. You know, it's another reboot. 
I hope it's good. Superman, which I never read. I actually picked up number one. And it's cool. It's like New 52 Superman died. But like Dan Jurgens' Death of Superman is still alive due to all these universes getting mixed up. Hmm. And so he's now trying to bring back New 52 Superman like he was brought back to life. And it's not really an original concept. Like, I saw the previews, and, like, they're having, like, Lex Luthor's robot Superman, and Supergirl is, like, trying to take over the mantle, and there's a Japanese Superman. It's pretty much what happened after Death of Superman with the original Reign of the Superman. But Really? I didn't... I wasn't uh, familiar with any of that. That's crazy. But it... I don't know. It's being written... I normally hate Superman, and this has been good so far. Now, you were saying a little bit before the podcast, you picked up Wonder Woman, and you were saying... You thought that was your favorite, or you were really enjoying it? I just really like the cover, but I love Greg Rucka, who's writing it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if any of you have read Lazarus. Image oh, Lazarus title. is fucking awesome. Right? So yeah. like, that's literally why I picked up Wonder Woman, and he's killing it. I feel like Lazarus was like his like practice on finding how to do like the female warrior and really write that yeah. well. And this first issue, although it's kind of just like rehashing her origin story, and then leading into this bigger picture, it was done really well. Another character, I mean, in DC, like it's Wonder Woman, Superman that I usually have no interest in. And right. Rucka started strong. I'm awesome. looking forward to it. I added it to my hold list for so the how first many, time ever. We, excuse me. How many how many DC titles are coming out that at least you're picking up? God, I don't know to be honest with you because they're so far them. spaced out right now. Like I keep thinking I'm done, and then. A new issue comes out. I'm like, oh, I didn't know they're doing that book. Like Batgirl, I'd like to get. It's Barbara Gordon again. Oh, cool. She's got like three titles. It's like Batgirl, Birds of Prey, and like they just keep adding stuff, and it goes throughout the entire summer before their full line is introduced. So I really have no idea how many they're actually doing. Huh. That's probably smart of them to spread it out. So I'm looking at the Wikipedia article, and they're so they've got Batman, Detective, Batgirl. Nightwing, All-Star Batman, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, Action Comics, uh, Superman, Wonder Woman, New Superman, Superwoman, Supergirl, Trinity. Then in the Justice League, you've got Aquaman, The Flash, Green Lanterns, Hal Jordan, The Green Lantern Corps, Justice League, Titans, Cyborg, JLA, Teen Titans, Green Arrow, Deathstroke, Harley Quinn, The Hellblazer, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Suicide Squad, Blue Beetle, Super Sons, and Batman Beyond. And then there's a bunch of one-shots, too. So Jesus. what's the the All Star Batman? Is that them? So it's finishing not, that uh, shit up. It's not Frank Miller. They originally said he's going to be continuing on, but I believe someone else is writing it now. Uh, this says Scott Snyder. Yeah. So is it All Star Batman? It? Did you ever read that? It was terrible and it never finished. Yeah, exactly. And the goddamn Batman. Okay. So this is like Snyder's only Bat book now. So he's doing All-Star he's Batman? He's doing All-Star Batman. He's left the rest of the Batman Shit, titles. I never thought I'd say this, but i got to pick up All-Star Batman. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, Detective Comics was like my favorite of these Rebirth releases. Hmm. Um, so real quick, why, why is that your favorite, Detective? Um, I love the Bat family. Yeah. And this is essentially Batman and Batwoman realizing there's like something big about to come and they need to train all these robins tim drake dick grayson stephanie brown cassandra kane and clayface they're like trying to reform clayface which is actually (laughs) that's pretty great pretty cool like he breaks out a 
Arkham and just goes to a movie theater because like he wants to see his normal face. He's like, mine's been deteriorating throughout the past two years of Batman. Mm-hmm. And so like he's trying to remember who he is and Batman's like, rather than just take you back and lock you up, why don't I give you like a new identity to create? That's pretty cool. Yeah. And that's in Detective. It's in Detective and like I it's kind of a funny ending because like they all fly away with their grapple guns and Clayface is just like, what do I do here? Like, I'm a bunch of mud. How do I? He just, I'm just going to slosh along. I'll catch you guys in a minute. Yeah, it was pretty good. but Well, shit, John. That sounds like a lot of stuff to keep up on. Yeah. And then uh, I got to say Green Lanterns. It's my second favorite book. Uh, and why with that? It's two relatively new Green Lanterns. It's Simon Baz, who was introduced at New 52. He's the Muslim Green Lantern, was arrested for a terrorist act, Not got a lantern country. ring while in Guantanamo Bay, and broke out. And now is kind of being blackmailed by the government to give up the Guardians and all the information in order to not get locked up again. Wow. That's pretty fucked up. And then this Hispanic woman who is, like, brand new and it's cool because, I don't know, I love Green Lantern, but, like, they've all been lanterns for so long. Like, these two have no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. One is super sure of himself and should not be. One is fully capable and has no faith in herself whatsoever. And they just butt heads. It's like a, a buddy cop movie. Really? <laughs> the first act of a buddy cop movie. We're nice. like, I don't need a partner. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's been great so far. And there's building towards, again, like... All the storylines they're introducing seem like rehashes. Like now there's Red Dawn, which is like seems to be like a blackest night for the Red Lanterns. Hmm. Like rather than the Black Lantern, it's the Red Lanterns. But it's fresh in its own way. They're doing these small changes and I'm looking forward to all this stuff. That sounds pretty cool. Um Yeah, thanks for letting us know what's going on with that. We'll have to bug you some more as this goes on. What is worth sticking around for? Um but as far as I am concerned, I think we're good and wrapped up this time. Yeah, I didn't read any books. I hear, I don't know. All I hear is like the Flash, because they're doing the Flashpoint Paradox on the TV show already. Oh, really? Barry, at the end of the last season, Barry just went back in time to stop his mom from dying. I mean, he does that a lot. I don't that's know that's where they're going with it. Doesn't though. Barry know this fucks things up? Hasn't he read the comics? Right. Thank you for listening to the Big Shiny Podcast. If you'd like to contact us, you can email us at contact at bigshinyrobot.com or tweet at us on Twitter at bigshinyrobot, hashtag bigshinypodcast. We'd love to hear from our listeners. The Big Shiny Podcast is brought to you in part by our sponsors, The Bohemian Brewery, SuperheroStuff.com, and SecretCompassOnline.com. If you enjoy our podcast, be sure to also check out our friends over at the Through Being Cool Podcast, Copy Out Delete Podcast, Hello Sweetie Podcast, Full of Sith Podcast, and my podcast, Two Shots.